0: Psalm 123 To you I lift up my eyes, O you who are enthroned in the heavens, as the eyes of servants look to the hand of their master, as the eyes of a maid to the hand of her mistress, so our eyes look to the Lord our God, until he has mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us, O Lord, have mercy upon us, for we have had more than enough of contempt. Our soul has had more than its fill of the scorn of those who are at ease, of the contempt of the proud. Jeremiah chapter 7 verses 1 through 15 The word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Stand in the gate of the Lord's house and proclaim there this word, and say, Hear the word of the Lord, all you people of Judah, that you enter these gates to worship the Lord. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, amend your ways and your doings, and let me dwell with you in this place. Do not trust in these deceptive words. This is the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord. For if you truly amend your ways and your doings, if you truly act justly one with another, if you do not oppress the alien, the orphan, and the widow, or shed innocent blood in this place, and if you do not go after gods to to your own hurt, then I will dwell with you in this place, in the land that I gave of old to your ancestors forever and ever. Here you are, trusting in deceptive words to no avail. Will you steal, murder, commit adultery, swear falsely, make offerings to Baal and go after other gods that you have not known, and then come and stand before me in this house, which is called by my name, and say, We are safe, only to go on doing all these abominations, Has this house, which is called by my name, become a den of robbers in your sight? You know, I too am watching, says the Lord. Go now to my place that was in Shiloh, where I made my name dwell at first, and see what I did to it for the wickedness of my people Israel. And now, because you have done all these things, says the Lord, and when I spoke to you persistently, you did not listen, and when I called you, you did not answer, therefore I will do to the house that is called by your name, in which you trust, into the place that I gave to you and to your ancestors, just what I did to Shiloh, and I'll cast you out of my sight, just as I cast out all your kinsfolk, all the o- offspring of Ephraim. 1 Corinthians chapter four, verses eight through thirteen. Already you have all that you want. Already you have become rich. Quite apart from us, you have become kings. Indeed, I wish that you had become kings, that we might be kings with you. For I think that God has exhibited us, apostles, as last of all, as though sentenced to death, because we have become a spectacle to the world, to angels and to mortals. We are fools for the sake of Christ, but you are wise in Christ. We are weak, but you are strong. You are held in honor, but we in disrepute. To the present hour, we are hungry and thirsty. We are poorly clothed and beaten and homeless, and we grow weary from the work of our own hands. When reviled, we bless. When persecuted, we endure. When slandered, we speak kindly. We have become like rubbish of the world, the dregs of all things, to this very day. Good morning, and welcome to the fifth Thursday after Pentecost. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from Walkersville, Maryland. This, morning reading, this morning's readings come from Psalm 123, Jeremiah 7, 1 Corinthians 4, and the, we've been following Jeremiah and Corinthians for a little while, even though I double-checked, this is not the um, continuous reading, this is the complimentary. Um, but in uh, Jeremiah's text, uh, we have God uh, upset with uh, the people Judah. And I think he's talking about the tribe, not the whole, you know, all the twelve tribes. Um, and uh, he makes mention that you know if you'll be carried off just like Ephraim was carried off. And so, in the time of the the divided kingdom, um, the tribes start getting carried away, or or exiled, or destroyed by Israel's enemies, um, and the. Uh, the first two that go are uh, Zebulon and Naphtali, the the military tribes of Israel. Um, then um, Issachar and Asher and Dan and uh, Ephraim and Judah. and um, oh my goodness, Judah and, and Benjamin are some of the last to finally be overtaken. Benjamin uh, uh, contains Jerusalem, uh, and Judah is just kind of the the main portion. Uh, the kind of vanguard of Israel um, and uh it 's because they 've you know they 've you know they were too sure of themselves. they stand before god in and, in and god 's own house and says and and they say you know we 've got nothing to worry about, even while they uh have made god 's house a den of robbers uh where they uh oppress the alien orphan and widow. Um, and they shed innocent blood, and they go to other gods, um, even as they do all this, they remain convinced that you know they can do wrong and god's on their side um, and they 've become blind to uh, what 's really going on they 've taken for granted the the relationship that they have with this God um, and that is mirrored a little bit in paul's letter to the Corinthians in that he, he's he's kind of putting them down. Um, I, I didn't uh, check too closely, um, but he's referring, you know, he's talking to someone. It begins, you have all you want, you have become rich, quite apart from us, you have become kings. Um, and there might be some kind of setup, and this is four chapters in, um, but it's it's very possible that he's speaking to the church in general at Corinth. Um, it has become rich and, you know, it has all kinds of power. And Paul kind of sarcastically says, you know, that'd be great if, if we were equal because then we could be kings too. Um, which is this kind of way of saying like, look, you know, that's not the way, that's not our way as Christians to kind of grasp at power, to try and get to the top of the ladder. Um, our, our thing is being one, being one body. And well, if you're kings, and certainly we're kings too, and so one gets a sense that the Corinthians have been, you know, less than respectful or, or deferential, I suppose, to Paul, um, and he refers to himself and to the other apostles uh, as apostles. And um, so it's kind of, it's always kind of funny to hear Paul talk about himself as an apostle, um, because he comes on the scene after uh, Christ has. Has ascended, and he's there as at least as early as Stephen Stoning. Um, so we don't have any evidence that he actually, you know, met Jesus other than this um, road to Damascus experience, where he hears a voice, and he goes on calling himself an apostle. Um, and I I mention that only because I in this passage he hypes up how how low status he is. We're weak. Um, we're in, held in disrepute, we're hungry, thirsty, poorly clothed, and beaten and homeless, and we're tired from all the work that we, we do. And when, when other people curse us, we bless them. When other people are persecuted, we endure. Um, and so he's, and this is really, I don't know, it gets really close to the heart of, you know, why I think being a grunt um, really prepares you for being a Christian, uh and that's that um you know you are all these things that god talks that uh, god that paul talks about hungry thirsty poorly clothed beaten homeless weary um you're all these things and yet everybody looks up to you um you know the highest ranking general the you know the furthest from the front ramp you know everybody talks about wanting to be a grunt how they they strive to be badass um and so it's this paradoxical social hierarchy, where um, the people are at the bottom, or the you know the uh, the exemplars are at the bottom, um, and there's a slight difference between um, the between the two passages, and I I don't think I would say between the old and new testament, but in the Jeremiah reading, um, they've there's a you know they've done the things they've done wrong. Are injustices Um, in Paul's letter the things that they've done uh, that are uh, that are bad are not necessarily unjust. Um, They're more uh, they're social. I don't know. Faux pas. They're social um, inequalities. Um, The the Old Testament is more like moral inequalities. You know, oppression, um, theft, stuff like that. Um, but the, the, the principle, the, the underlying kind of concern, I think, is still the same. People who are tired and homeless and beaten, um, they typically aren't, uh, you know, they typically aren't, you know, kings. They typically don't grasp at those things. They typically are just trying to get by, um, and that's the kind of, um, you know, uh, that's the prerogative of christians in particular is um, to model our lives and to truly embody what it means to not have very much to not try and get everything you can get but to um, to just make it through uh, the day to day you know the uh the the language i i kind of decorate pphtq with um hints at that, you know, this this voluntary, lowly status. Paul here says we are fools for Christ, and there's this whole um, kind of tradition, uh, in particular in the Eastern Church, where, you know, people are actually like clowns. There's people that go around and, you know, kind of clown on Christ, or clown for Christ. Um, and they uh, there's also this kind of parallel um, tradition one of the other student veterans at Duke was really into it. He never said it, but it was clear. Like this wretch for Christ, um, these people who you know debase themselves or allow themselves to be debased um, to make themselves lowly, so that um, when they um, you know witness to Christ, um, it is all the more to God's glory. Um, you know, grunts don't get the credit. Um, you know, the mid-level uh, commanders do. Um, And so grunts do and do and do, and accomplish, 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 and work, work, work. Um, But they don't typically get the credit. The only credit they get is credibility, which is different. Um, But they don't do it for the reward. Christians don't do it for the reward. We do it because it's the right thing to do, because God asked us to, um, because it is good work to right the world from its wrongs. Um, you know, grunt doesn't do it because uh, you know the exemplary grunt doesn't do it because it's going to earn them money. They've already got a paycheck. They've got they've got clothing. They've got housing. Um, they do it usually for something else. There there is a kind of reward. Um, but you know the the everyday kind of work that grunts do, it's because it has to get done. It's because that's what it takes to maintain. Um, a good order, um, that's what it takes to um, you know, maintain justice and peace and um, the way that uh, we understand the world ought to be. Um, of course, there's big differences between the military and the church, but the work looks similarly. Um, and the, the kind of people that it takes to run, that it takes to get by, um, are those of lowly status. And we can, we can deplore that and we can try and avoid it, try and be kings, um, or we can adopt it as our own. Uh, you know, that Bane line from Batman, you know, some people uh, adopt it, right? Some people are born into it, and they want to get away, want to become kings maybe, um, but Christians adopt. Um, you know, poverty is kind of a a narrow word, but we adopt um, all these things that Christ... Adopts that the world despises, and lowly status you know appears in many different ways. Um, whether that's being a grunt, whether that's being a prisoner, whether that's being um, you know a, a good and humble person, that's expressed in so many different ways. But it's at the core of what it means to be both a Christian uh, as well as being you know at least a young um, soldier, young a young grunt. A Prayer for the Oppressed from the Book of Common Prayer Look with pity, O Heavenly Father, upon the people in this land who live with injustice, terror, disease, and death as their constant companions. Have mercy upon us. Help us to eliminate our cruelty to these, our neighbors. Strengthen those who spend their lives establishing equal protection of the law and equal opportunities for all and grant that every one of us may enjoy a fair portion of the riches of this land. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Thank you for falling into First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, you can participate in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast at Patreon.com pupuhq You can contribute as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a lectionary reading for a future episode. Instructions will be provided, and you don't have to be a grunt to collaborate with PupuHQ in this or any way. Finally, you can also record and send prayer requests of a minute or less.